Raider Nation, wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Good morning, Raider Nation. I'm Eddie Pascal, and today is February 16th, 2021. Thank you for joining us for another episode of The Morning Grind. Today seems like a great day to connect with an old pal, so that is exactly what we are going to do as we link up with Darren Waller to hear about everything that's been going on in his offseason life. We break it all down with D while discussing his new Twitter presence, his upcoming music projects, and what the latest happenings are with the Darren Waller Foundation. Per usual, the Pro Bowl tight end was an absolute pleasure to talk to, so enjoy our conversation with number 83, Darren Waller. And we are overjoyed to welcome in our pal Pro Bowl tight end, Darren Waller. And Darren, man, where are you these days? I know the offseason is in full swing, but are you going to be staying here in Vegas or are you going back home for a little bit? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm here in Vegas right now. I'll be going home uh, a little bit of March and a little bit of April to train, but I'll be here mostly. So Super Bowl is behind us now, which means we all collectively shift our focus to the offseason, the draft, looking ahead to 2021, finally, thankfully, mercifully. But I'm curious for a player, for a guy like you, at what point does your body start to feel 100%? Because no one during the season at the end of the year feels like they're 100%. So is there a point in the offseason where you're like, okay, I'm good, I'm ready to start getting back into it? Um, yeah, I'd probably say like right around this time, uh, you know, I'm working out the last little uh, little nagging parts of, uh, you know, stuff I was dealing with during the season. But it's usually around this time, around March, where guys are, you know, feeling as fresh as possible. And then, you know, that that whole journey starts again. Uh, so, you know, you got to cherish the times where you are 100% because it's not very often. What what percentage do you think most NFL players are at by the end of the year in terms of, like, their health out of 100? Um, I mean... I'll say on average, probably like, I'll say like 65. That'd be my number. Uh, Cause you think like you, you don't see guys that are like not on the injury report, but like I've not been on the injury report and been dealing with like, like three separate things at one time. So it's like, you never really know what guys are really going through. Guys that really take care of their body are up to that. You know, I'll say they could be at 75, 80. Like those guys on the chiefs know what that journey's like. So they probably feel, that way but I don't think a lot of guys are like super fresh they're just you know pushing through and uh knowing how to persevere I mean you guys are like hockey players bro I know I know that you don't get the like tough respect that like hockey players get for not listing anything but like you said man the fact that mo- a majority of guys aren't anywhere close to a excuse me 100 percent by the end of the year and you're still going out there in your case putting up unreal numbers is uh is impressive to us mere mortals. But Darren, I know it's been a busy offseason for you, and I know that we're still kind of at the beginning portion of the offseason. But one of the big things that you, I don't even want to say accomplished, but you decided to do is you're on Twitter now. Darren Waller is on Twitter. What inspired the move, my friend? Uh, I mean, I'm not going to get folks' hopes up. That's a, I have a marketing rep running that Twitter. Oh. I don't Twitter or my Instagram, so I'm not even on social media. That's smart, though. That is smart. But it is it is good, though, that you have like some sort of presence and you get to see, like folks get to see like me, get to see all the stuff that you're doing. And one of those things that you did, and we were just talking about it a second ago, you put out a new music video, Sun in My Eyes. So I got to ask you this, more nervous, when were you more nervous, like stepping on the field, like week one or going out and shooting a music video? Um, I was in my first music video, you know, I was pretty nervous, a little stiff, didn't really, wasn't all that fluid, but, um, 
but yeah, I mean, I would say it's pretty similar. I would say maybe even the music videos more just because it's like a little bit more foreign territory to me at this point. But, um, you know, I feel like now I'm pretty calm when it comes to both. And, and, you know, it's one of those things, too, where we were talking, you said you've been sitting on for a while. So is, was, did, did it just come up? You're like, all right, we're at the point in the schedule, you know, off season's here. You know, I can kind of look back and reflect and look back on a lot of things from the past year. Like, hey, let's let's release this project that we've had, we've had waiting in the wings for a minute. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was there. So I was like, you know, at some point it's definitely got to be released. I know, um, you know, that was Sun Eyes was the most played song of the Wall Street project. So I was like, that definitely has to drop. And then I may drop one more from that project, but I'm gearing up to drop uh, a new one. I'm looking at April uh, for a like, new album. Like the, So this will be album three, right, Darren? Yeah, it'll be number three. Do we have a name yet? I know we've played off the wall, Wall Street thing a couple times. Are we going to go back to the well on that one? Uh, we're not going back. We're not going to the wall well on this one. It'll be a, a, a bit of a different path. Uh, but I will reveal that soon. Look at you, man. A true pro. Not giving it away, just giving the tease. Like, you can see, Darren Waller, when you first got here, I don't know if you would have done that. I think that's the maturation of Darren Waller, the uh, the musician, <laughs> the businessman, the entrepreneur, a little bit right there. Right. And, and in addition to all the music stuff, too, man, I mean, like I said, you're, you've been a busy guy the past couple months. You also started a podcast, too, right? Comeback Stories? Yeah, I started a podcast with... Uh, my mental coach and friend, uh, his name's Donnie Starkins. And, you know, it was his idea, really. And I just kind of ran with it and figured, why not give it a shot? And you guys are getting pretty close now to the debut of episode one of that, right? Uh, yeah, episode one hit last week, last Thursday, right. uh, which was my story. Uh, but then episode two will be uh, Donnie uh, coming up this week. And then, you know, we'll start rolling out the guests that we've been recording after that. So for, for the folks out there who aren't familiar with the podcast yet, and I think that almost anyone who listens to us is very familiar with your story, but for the folks who kind of want to know what they're getting in the podcast, give me like the 30-second like elevator pitch on it. Um, yeah, so Comeback Stories is just, you know, men and women getting real about their stories. Uh, everyone's had to overcome adversity at some point, and uh, we want people to know that and be able to see that they can tell their own comeback story, no matter how low their low may have been. But uh, that's what we want to do. We want to have real, raw, authentic dialect and, uh, you know, get people to talk about what's really going on. Who's on the uh, who's on the wish list for the pod right now for you? Ooh, wish list? Um, you know, for the wish list, I know we have uh, Eminem, um, for sure. Um, Robert Downey Jr., on the wish list, uh, Eric Thomas, uh, motivational speaker. Um, and then we already got some pretty, uh, cool guests right now. I feel like Tony Dungy would be a good one to have yeah. on there. So, uh, you know, we just coming off the brain and trying to go in a bunch of different directions and get all walks of life. And it's for folks that are coming back from all sorts of things, right? In, in life, it's not just, they all kind of fall in one sort of, uh, in one sort of column for the adversity and, and the things they've had to go through to get to where they are. Right. Yeah, you'll hear like some like drugs and alcohol like me. Um, you'll hear, um, you know, people coming back from, you know, being locked up in prison um, for numerous years. Um, you know, people that, you know, have had things happen to them when they were younger. So it's just like, it could be from a mindset. It could be, you know, we got a guy in there that, you know, the things we're doing was causing him to almost lose his marriage. So it's just all walks and trying to get people to realize that, you know, we're more similar to them than they think we are. 
Have you had any of those those moments yet with the podcast? And I'm sure you guys, if you haven't, you'll get there pretty soon because I know that with us, we have those moments that those really kind of like special moments sometimes. They don't happen all the time where you're just like, man, where it completely changes the way that you look at someone or the way that you perceive someone. You're like, I had no idea that person X had gone through this or they were dealing with this. Have you guys had a couple of those yet? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, people that, you know, seem like they've had it all together the whole time, but you realize that they've been through a lot of things that, you know, and those things were beneficial to their story. They helped, you know, create that story for them. So we've, you know, you see that from all these different people and they're all, you know, successful people. And you realize like, wow, I had no idea they went through that, but them going through that, it was propelled them to a new level. How's Darren Waller, the interviewer? Because you're so good with us. And I feel like we, we ask you to come on with us a ton. And every time you're a yes, and you're always great when you come on. But how has it been for you kind of switching roles to not being the guy answering the questions, but now you're the guy asking them? Um, a work in progress, for sure. Uh, I know at first, with just being new territory, I was, I feel like I was a little bit robotic, a little rigid. But now I feel like I kind of flow with the conversation more. We kind of have a guy that we like to follow to keep it going, but not try to stick to that guy too much and make it feel more like a conversation. So I'm definitely new to it, but I feel like I'm getting better every time I do it. Are you, are you a guy like me? Cause when we listen to everything back, like I hate hearing my voice on recordings and I'm like, God, man, is that really what I sound like? Are you, are you kind of like that too? Or are you just, cause I mean, you're, you're smooth, buttery, all that kind of stuff, but are you still just like, ah, oh, man, is that really what I sound like? Um, yeah, I don't like to go, <laughs> I don't really go back and listen to uh, interviews or things I've been on where I'm just talking like I don't mind listening to my music every now and then but yeah with me talking to interviews it's just it gives off a weird ring I don't know it's my voice dude I'm, just, I'm with you but it's like it's like watching tape though too right because like with a lot of the stuff especially some of the bigger stuff that we do I go back and I listen to it and I'm like all right that was good I could have gotten in and out of that quicker oh I should have scrapped that question and I like answered the, or asked this one instead so I mean it is like like you said you're, you're we're always learning we're always trying to figure out what to do and, and how to get better going forward for the next one right yeah I'm always trying to find like you know, especially with music, like, I wish I could listen to my stuff just like a fan would or a regular person. I'm just always trying to dissect it. I know, like, like you said, with your speaking, it's like, how can we just sit there and just enjoy the conversation without being so over analytical? That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> well, if you figure out how to do it, let me know, because I haven't I haven't figured it out yet, man. I'm trying. I like if, I feel like I've gotten a lot better as we've kind of progressed on this journey. But there's still so many times where I'm like, God, man, what are you doing there? You got to be better. But uh, Darren Waller is our guest. And Darren, we, we talked to you now in the, uh, well, guess I guess it's technically the middle of February, in the midst of Black History Month. And, and you look around on TV and you look really on the sports landscape in general. And I feel like this year in particular, there's been such a, I don't want to say an increase, but teams across the league are being, uh, in the NBA, NFL, whatever it is, are being so much more open and, and transparent about how important this month, this period of time is for their, you know, they're collective. And I think one thing that I've always really been proud of about working here is that you look at the history of this organization and inclusivity and equality uh, and everything that comes with that has really been a guiding principle of this organization from Jump Street. Uh, I imagine that for, for you and, and for the other guys on the team, regardless of race, color, creed, all that kind of stuff, it's got to be a sense of pride for you guys that you do play for an organization where that is so fundamental to who we are as an, as an organization. Yeah, uh, it is. It's outstanding. Um, you know, if you just look back at the history, you see, you know, guys from all ethnic backgrounds, all, you know, 
different guys, different personalities, and they all make up, you know, what being a Raider is. And it's awesome to be a part of, um, you know, you know, black head coaches, um, you know, Latin head coaches and things like that. It's just, you know, it's never been about, you know, what people look like or anything like that. It's just all been about football and how you carry yourself as a human being. And, uh, you know, looking back over Raiders history, it's just outstanding to look at how diverse it's been and how diverse it still is. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, and it's one of those things that hopefully we as we continue on, it's, it's something that's only going to increase and it's only going to improve and get better as, as time goes on. But Dan, we've taken up so much of your time. And before we get out of here, though, I just want to ask you, uh, how, how are things going with the foundation? I know that that's such a, an important part of who you are and who you want to be off the field. So what do you guys have cracking in, uh, in that realm of your life? Yeah, so the foundation, um, doing like in-person events and things like that that we have planned has kind of been put on hold. But for now, the focus is on creating... Uh, an online portal uh, for, you know, the young people of Clark County and giving them an opportunity to connect with each other, to, you know, learn and not only have access to, you know, my story, but access to, you know, information about, about drugs and alcohol, whether you continue to choose that route, uh, what you're getting yourself into, but also a place where they can connect with people that want to be sober. Cause when you're in that, that age and you're young, it's like, it's not really the cool thing to do. But if you can find people that are on that mission with you, they can hold you accountable and, uh, you know, you can be excited about it. And so that's what we're trying to do right now. Focus on the things we can control, which is the virtual portion of the foundation and work into the the in-person events when we can. Yeah, absolutely. And and I guess there is a little it feels like there's a light at the end of the tunnel now, finally, in terms of COVID and us getting back to, I mean, whatever our quote new normal is going to be for the time being. But hey, Darren, we appreciate you, man. Congratulations on the success of the foundation. Uh, And make sure everyone goes and checks out the podcast, comeback stories, uh, your music, all of the million Darren Waller projects that we have cracking in 2021 stay safe stay healthy and man hopefully one of these days i tell you every time we talk hopefully 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 we can talk uh, in person sooner than later absolutely man looking forward to it thank you for having me a big thank you to darren waller for stopping by and make sure you check out all the incredible projects that he has coming your way i'm eddie pascal and this was the morning grind Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the official Raiders Podcast Network. Since starting Allegiant some 20 years ago, we've flown more than 100 million people to be with those they love. We're pilots, flight attendants, and technicians, but we're also parents, spouses, and neighbors. And just like you, we're excited to reconnect with the people and places that matter most. That's why we're going the distance for health and safety on the ground and in the air. Because the further we go now, the safer it'll be to go farther tomorrow. Allegiant, the official airline of the Las Vegas Raiders. Low fares, nonstop flights, only at Allegiant.com.